artists, creatives, and designers. Welcome to Dream Aloud Art, the podcast where creatives are educated on seeing value in themselves and their creations. Presented to you by RTA, respecttheartist.com. I'm your host, fellow creative and friend, Electra B. Frederick. Let's go. Artist, 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 artist. Y'all gonna get me started. Y'all know that this is my topic. Y'all know that this is my jam here. This is my jam. Artist confidence. Come on, somebody. And you know what? You know what's so interesting about artist confidence is that it's something that needs to be talked about, but not a lot of people are talking about it. And I could not find it in me to teach thousands of artists through my platforms, okay? I couldn't find it in me to teach them without without highlighting how critical it is for them to actually have faith in themselves. And if you are interested in etymology um, and a bit more of the history the book history, if you will, I guess, of the word confidence, what you will find, my dear creative, is that the root word, there's, there's, a, there's a couple of root words in the word confidence. That's the C-O-N at the beginning, con, and then fide or confide, uh, like con, confidence. Um, I'm trying, I'm trying to think. <laughs> I have it in my handy dandy notebook, um, but I'm trying to think of uh, well some some words that some words that are pulled from that or connected to that are confidere, which is a Latin word, and f i d o, fido, fidere, fidum, whatever the you know parts of the word are. This is why I need my notebook. <laughs> But that F-I-D-O, y'all have probably heard of FIDO or something in the Marines where they say Semper Fi, F-I, which means always loyal, always faithful. It goes, it all goes back to you trusting and having faith in who you are. Okay, that's not a general like blanket statement. I hope I'm using that term right, blanket statement. That's not like a general thing that I'm talking about. It's not like general talk, like feel good talk. No, this is this is you understanding how valuable you are in your existence. Okay? And the reason why I speak about it. Not only do I speak about it, I wrote a book on it on Amazon. If you want to go ahead and Google that, check it out. The name of the book is The Confident Artist, Six Principles to Unleash Your Creative Potential. And so that's that's on Amazon. Now, I'm not highlighting the fact it's on Amazon. The point is that the book that I wrote has to do with the, the one critical thing that matters the most in your life, in your career as a creative, 
in doing whatever form of expression it is that you are choosing to do. The one thing that matters is that you believe in yourself. You understand your your true value. Okay. For one, it causes issues. And I really mean that it causes issues when you're trying to sell it. It causes issues when you're trying to connect with people. It causes issues if you don't actually believe in what it is that you're doing. It will it if that that unbelief, the disbelief, okay, is a block. It's a roadblock. It's a block. It's like you are on your happy-go-lucky path, you're on the yellow brick road, and there's this roadblock that you just keep coming across. It seems like no matter what route you want to take, there is a roadblock. And that's a problem. So I can't teach. Now, let me say this slightly. I can teach you. I can teach you about Instagram strategy. I can teach you about pricing your art, but it won't carry the most weight because you don't believe in yourself. And that's why it was so critical, was critical for me to begin speaking about it, teaching about it. And it's critical in this moment right now, because I, listen, I, I'm not going, I'm, listen, I am going to be as transparent as possible because that is how I can sleep at night is by being transparent and honest and open with you. That makes me feel great. I feel good. And I, I have to be as transparent as I can. And I'm at, I'm, you better believe I'm transparent in my consultations, my one-on-ones all day, every day, sign me up. If I feel like an artist is not open to my transparency, then I'd rather not say anything, right? I'd rather just jot the note down and then figure out a way to communicate it to them on another occasion. I'd rather do that than to fake in front. That does nothing, nothing happens there. Nothing is solved there. You don't grow and become better by me or anyone faking and fronting. I'll tell you, and some of y'all can relate to this. I don't like it when someone is fake and fronts to me because they are air quotes trying to protect my feelings. Like what's most important for me is that I grow. What's, what is most important to me is that I improve, is that I progress. Like that, that you're not doing anyone any favors by not being open and honest. That's And that's being honest, <laughs> being honest about that. Okay, so we're going to dive into some things, three ways that you can increase your confidence, my dear artist, because it's necessary. Even if you think you're good, you know how many artists tell me that? They're like, yeah, I think I'm fine with artist confidence. Just teach me how to price my art and just teach me how to utilize Instagram strategy. Like, I don't need to think about when they tell me that. When they tell me they don't, they don't, they're good. They don't think they need to hear anything about artist confidence. That, in my mind, the first thing that comes to my mind is, yeah, okay. (laughs) That is the first thing that comes to mind is like, "Mm, okay. Okay, yeah, sure. If you think you're good, you know, sometimes artists don't, they don't, they 
they tell me they don't need any assistance or feedback or anything in that area because they think it makes them look weak. It They believe, now don't get me wrong, plenty of artists have told me, yes, yes, sign me up because I... I'm I'm just not winning and I and I don't understand why I don't feel like I'm winning, right? But yeah, sometimes artists will they believe it makes them look weak instead of owning up and saying, "You know what? Let me hear what you have to say about it. Let me hear like ask me the questions that need to be asked because maybe I'm looking at this thing completely backwards." So Let's let's do it. Let's go over this. Let's let's talk about it. All right. So how to increase your confidence. One of the, I'm laughing here. I'm laughing here because I, I could just see some of your faces right now. You're like, oh, goodness. What is she going to what is she talking about? What is she going to say? What is she going to say? Because you're going to feel like I'm calling you out. And for some of you that feel like I'm calling you out. Yes. Yeah. Let, yes. I'm calling you out. If you feel that way. You better believe I'm calling you out. If I had your name, I would call it out right now. I sure would. <laughs> I sure would. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Sure would. All right. So the very first thing that I have on how you can increase your confidence, take action. Like, take some action. Like, what do you... Mm. <laughs> Okay, so I'm sorry. I'm thinking of all these conversations that I've had with artists and the kind of resistance that is built up inside of them. Yeah, they need to like go on a a detox, an emotional detox, uh, a social media detox. Like you, you need to step away because in your head, like you're you're spending too much time in your head. It's one thing, right? It's one thing to find value in in sitting with your thoughts, right? But that's not what I'm talking about here. I'm not talking about sitting with your thoughts. I'm talking about being busy in your mind. So some some artists are very involved in the virtual world where they can stay in their mind, right? Where all they're doing is taking in content and having it play and dance in their head. So they've gotten so used to this behavior, especially during the quarantine years, right? They've gotten so used to this behavior that they literally want to see their life change while still being in their head. They don't actually believe they themselves need to take some kind of action or do something different. They would like to simply tap, 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 scroll, scroll, tap, tap, scroll, 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 tap, tap, and then voila, their bank account is full of six or seven digits, not including the digits behind the decimal. That's not how it works. Like, I'm sorry, like, I'm, I'm going to break it down to you. No, you can't just tap, tap, scroll, scroll, and then voila, um, 
wow, boom, oh my goodness, fireworks and 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 stars and stripes and rainbows and unicorn emojis. And you know what I like, what are you what? So you have to get out of your head. There are now as a as a creative, one of your superpowers is visualizing, okay? So again, there's power in sitting with your thoughts to actually be aware of what your thoughts are. But there's also power in visualizing and taking action. Now, when and how you take that action, that that would be a whole consultation. That would be a whole discussion, a sit down, a forum. It would it would, we can't cover that on this episode because I don't know what your situation is, right? But there will be a degree of steps, okay, that you have to take. As you take, now this isn't as general as it sounds, right? Take action. As you're, because I, I need to break it down to you because some of y'all are either confused or you're trying to work two or three devices at the same time. And maybe you're listening to this podcast while you're cooking. And let me let me bring you back home, okay? You, you roamed a little too far. So... Taking action, while you are taking action, okay? You know what? Let me give you an example. I love watercolor ink. It's, it's, a, it's a beautiful medium for me. I love how the colors just do their thing and dance across the paper. Like, that's wonderful to me. And some of y'all know I absolutely love to paint. Not only do I love to paint watercolor roses, but I love watercolor roses, period. Like it doesn't even have to be me. Like someone else could paint it. I've, I have purchased watercolor roses, uh, watercolor rose artwork. Like I love it, right? So I've gotten pretty comfortable with painting watercolor, uh, you, of course, utilizing watercolor ink uh, roses, right? So going into the new year, I decided to try um, color pencils, right? And of course, there are levels to colored pencils, okay? Lots of levels. But what I'm, what I'm explaining to you is that I got out of the idea of color pencils, right? So I would think about color pencil, but then I hadn't started yet. So I was just thinking about it, but I didn't start yet. Just thinking about it, but I didn't start yet. I'm thinking about it, but it's, yeah. You see what I'm saying? This is what I'm talking about. You're thinking about it. You're thinking about it. You visualize just how nice it would be, just how amazing it would be. But guess who hasn't taken any action? Me, right? So I decided to just start. I was thinking about, okay, what kind of paper should I be using? Like all of these thoughts that are preventing me from actually starting. You see, I have color pencils. I also have surfaces to color on. All right. (laughs) Like let's not make this thing complicated to just start. So I started coloring. So I took action. Now, again, the thing about taking action is that there are lessons to constantly learn as you're taking the action. So I started coloring, right? Abstract shapes. I'm just coloring. I'm just starting, right? As I'm coloring, I'm realizing there are things that I don't really like about color pencil. 
Okay. So then as I realized, I don't really like how it looks kind of crayonish or it's too much white space or I can't really make gradients like I want to. As I'm taking the actions, I'm learning lessons in order to allow me to feel more confident about what I'm doing. I have to look into those things that I don't really like that are happening. Okay. So let me, let me go back. Let me rewind. So I don't like the white spaces. Okay. So I started researching about how to make it look more opaque, how to make it look more solid, more full. Okay. I also would love to see a gradient thing happen. How can I make the gradient thing happen? So I start researching on that. Okay. So, so the muscle of confidence is being built here. Because I'm taking action and I'm asking questions along the way and I'm researching along the way because I want to become better at this, not because I'm competing with anyone and definitely not. I don't do internet competition with, you know, people I don't know. Okay. In my head, competition is what I'm talking about. Like, you know, you all know the comparison game, but that's a whole nother episode. So I'm definitely not doing it for that purpose. I'm doing that because I'm, I'm, doing color pencil art because I actually felt drawn to try something new. And that something new is color pencil. So as I'm taking these actions and asking questions and learning lessons along the way, I'm building the muscle of confidence of becoming more versatile in my understanding of color pencils. There are levels to it, right? There are different kinds. And then, you know, I had a conversation with an artist about pastels. And and I'm like, I don't really care for pastels because that means I'm going to get my hands dirty. And y'all know, y'all know, I I am not about, I got to change clothes just so I could do some artwork. Like, I'm not, it's not a thing for me. Maybe, maybe in 2025, it'll be a thing for me. But currently, when I just want to do some art. I just want to do art. I don't want to, I don't, I'm not a fan about setting up a whole thing or setting up a whole room or setting up a whole and spending more time setting up than I actually do creating. Like I just, nah, don't sign me up for that. Erase my name off that paper. Why'd you sign me up for that? (laughs) Okay. So anyway, that's one thing that you can do to become more confident is to actually take the actions. And while you're taking action, you're learning lessons along that along the way. You've now gotten out of your head. Congratulations. You've graduated from your mental game to the physical world where now you're interacting and now you can you can thrive, right? Now we're making progress. The second thing that you can do to increase your confidence, dear artist, okay? is gain knowledge, okay? Gain knowledge of what it is that you're trying to do here or what it is that you are doing, right? Since you decided to take some action, like congratulations, right? You Now you've taken some action. But along with that, you can gain knowledge. Now I mentioned earlier how there are levels to color pencils, right? There are, there, are, there are different techniques you can use with color pencils. There are different tools you can use. Like when I was researching about the gradient, like how to, make a, how to create some kind of gradient 
um, and to have the colors mesh and have the colors transition, you know, on the on the paper. How do I make this happen, right? So I'm researching. I'm getting more knowledgeable now. There's so much power in becoming more knowledgeable, and I'm going to not only reflect on being a creative. I use listen when I was working, and y'all gonna y'all are gonna hear so many so many stories. <laughs> You're going to hear so many stories of things that I've experienced because it doesn't matter. The stories that I share with you, it it's going to sound like it's not art related, but it is art related, okay? All of it's related. Uh, and, and of course, you know, if we want to dive many levels deeper, all of it links back to us being created to create. We're natural born makers, doers. That's, that's, it's, it's, it's in our DNA. Okay. So years ago when I was a customer service manager, okay, customer service manager would, would consist of managing over 65 cashiers for five years. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. This is that, so you know I got stories for days. You know I got stories for years. We could sit right. I could make a whole separate podcast. <laughs> I could make an entirely separate podcast. I could probably make five podcasts based on those five years alone. Okay, but anyway, so I was a customer service manager, and at the beginning part of my career, I had the desire to really get things fixed, right? I really wanted to get the department up to speed and all of that. But, (laughs) but in the midst of me wanting to get the department together, there were still functions, processes, duties I was not familiar with. Okay. So the desire to fix it was there but I didn't know enough about the operation. And so after trial and error, trial and error, and and dealing with so many challenges, I was finally coming to a place of understanding that I needed to actually know not just the information-wise part of my job, but I needed to know the hands-on part of my job. So instead of me telling someone what they're supposed to do, I needed to know how to do it. That was my responsibility. That department, my people, my responsibility. And in order for me to gain more confidence, a huge part of the equation is that I needed to know that department. I needed to know, number one, my people, okay? I needed to know my people, not just their names, right? But their personalities, their tendencies, their strengths, their weaknesses. I need to know my people. And then I needed to know that operation. And the more involved that I got in my department, knowing my people, knowing my operation, the stronger that confidence muscle was building. You can't sit here and tell me that you don't need any kind of knowledge of anything that you're doing and you're going to feel perfectly confident in it. You can't tell me that. No, we could sit here all day. We could play the tennis match. We can go back and forth, baby cakes. It doesn't matter to me because I know for a fact the more knowledgeable you are on your subject, 
oh, that's power. Oh, that's, oh, that's power, which leads me. And I'm, and I will say this after being a customer service manager for five years and really diving, when I started diving more into what did I say earlier, knowing my people, knowing that operation, I had one of the smoothest, although it was a challenge, I'm not going to sit here and act like it's not a challenge, but not one of the smoothest. Where did I pull that word up from? Okay. Because <laughs> it was active. That, that, woo, that store was busy. But we had many successes in one of the largest stores, grocery retail, okay? Many successes. But that took a lot of hard work. And I don't, I am not here to act like all I did was just meditate and manifest. That took a lot of hands on work, knowledge, interacting with the people, trials and challenges, and consistency, okay? So there are things that you're bouncing around in your head because you're too comfortable. That's a whole nother episode too. You're too comfortable. And it and, and actually taking action, right? The first thing I mentioned and gaining knowledge, okay? Gaining knowledge, doing those things is out your comfort zone. Gaining knowledge I mean, specific knowledge. I'm not talking about whatever pops up and some algorithm on YouTube and all of a sudden you're like a butterfly just bouncing around from video to video. I'm talking about intentionally researching and gaining knowledge. For some artists, that also is a sign of weakness in their head because they want to feel like they already know everything they need to know. Not true, false. And if you have a mentality like that, have fun being stagnant, have fun plateauing because that, that must be what you want. You must want to plateau. You must want to level out and feel like you're, you're your own genius in your own head. So gaining knowledge means you have, that means there's a certain humbleness within you, a certain humbleness and openness to, to grow. That means you have to admit that you don't know something. That's what I'm talking about. Okay. So number one, take some action that will allow you to build the muscle of confidence, right? Number two, gain knowledge, become very knowledgeable of your subject of what it is that you want to do here. What, what, what do you, what do you want to do? And then start learning more about it too. And number three, I love this one master it, master it, whatever it is that you are aiming to do, my dear creative, master that. Now, hold on, stop, calm down, because some of y'all are like, oh my gosh, master it, me against the world, excuse me, no, stop, there you go, there you go playing that little game that you play where where you, you, you work it up so big in your mind just so you cannot even begin. Okay, like stop, stop it. Okay, I got to reel some of y'all back because I know, I know how some of y'all are thinking. So the third, the third thing that you can do to increase your confidence is to master that of which you are trying to do. Now, master your style, 
That's what I'm talking about. Master your style. Not mastering in competition with strangers, okay? Uh, you against Instagram, like, this, this, just there you go. There you go. Got to reel you back. I got to bring you on back in. Come on home, okay? Because your, your mind is, your mind has packed a knapsack um, and uh, your mind wants to run away. No, you can come on home now. You can come on home. Now, what I'm talking about is mastering yourself. Mastering yourself is mastering your style. Come on, somebody in the back is hollering. <laughs> Someone in the back is hollering right now. Exactly. Someone in the back of the room is hollering. Mastering yourself is mastering your style. What? Did she say that? I did. I did. I did. The words came out of my mouth. You heard it right here on this podcast. So as you master knowing yourself, right? Learning yourself, learning your tendencies. What did I say about my employees, right? I I had to start understanding and learning them and gaining knowledge of them. Not just their name or what time they're supposed to be to work or what their job is, right? I had to learn them. I had to learn them. I knew what was more than likely going to happen if I told one particular cashier, hey, I need, to, I need for you to go work at this register. I knew if, if I needed someone to come in early, I knew there were certain people that were ready and willing you got to know more about yourself, what your tendencies are, what you like and what you don't like, and be honest. Be honest about what it is you don't like. Because every time you're not honest with yourself and you're trying to do certain things that you don't like, you're doing a disservice to yourself. You're, you're working in the minus here. You're, you're going in the deficit. Nothing grows there. Nothing grows in the deficit. So you need to be honest with yourself so you can be in the plus, so you can be in the green. That's, that's it. You need to be honest with yourself, know yourself. And here's the thing. I know it sounds it's like quick to say that, know yourself. Continue to grow in the knowledge of yourself and who you are. As long as you're willing to be open, you are going to discover different things. As long as, and here's another thing too, you've changed. You've changed over the years. You've grown. You've matured. You're seeing things differently. So how do, how do the mind, or excuse me, how does the mindset that you had before, how does that even fit into the equation of your life right now? Yes, there are great things that you used to do that still apply now. But then there are things that didn't serve you nothing. It didn't serve you near nothing. It ain't serve you a bit of nothing. And you're still doing it. Why? These kind of things can be identified when you have the desire to grow in the knowledge of yourself. So let's go over this again. How three things that you can do to increase your confidence. Take some action. 
Okay, get out of get out of your head. Your head is nice and cozy and warm and flannel printed and sitting by the fireplace with hot cocoa and marshmallows. Got it. Great. Okay. But you need to take some kind of action here. Taking action does not mean go digging ditches and, and, and going to, you know, work on a railroad track. That is that stop it. You're exaggerating. Y'all are exaggerating out here. Y'all creators like to like to build all these pictures in your head. Taking action can also mean the segue into the into the second thing that I mentioned, right? Gaining knowledge. So taking action could mean just starting to do some research here. Okay. <laughs> taking action. Take some kind of action. Okay. Instead of just sitting completely still. Sit still. There is value in sitting still. There is value in what did I say earlier? Being mindful of your thoughts, being uh noticing your thoughts, sitting with your thoughts. But that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about where where now you become a lazy person. That's what I'm talking about. So take action, gain knowledge of that, of whatever it is that you're trying to do. Gain some knowledge, become knowledgeable, and then master it. Master what it is that you're trying to work on here. And it's so critical. That's another episode. That's another episode. It's so critical to, first of all, even know what it is you're trying to accomplish. I can't tell you how many artists want these want tips and tricks. And I ask them what you want the tips and tricks for. What are you trying to do? And they're like, I don't know. And I'm like, okay, then we can't talk. Like we, we, because I'm not going to be able to assist you. You know, you, if you don't know your point of destination, how am I going to help you get there? That's like, that's like asking me for directions and I and I I ask you where are you trying to go and you're like I don't know and then I'm like I'm looking at you with a blank stare and then blink 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 like what are what but anyway so you have to know what it is that you're trying to do here so and and again the third highlight that I mentioned on how to increase your confidence master it master your style master it I'll say it in the basketball terms, right? Basketball. Where are my basketball people out here? Where are my NBA supporters? Where are my NBA supporters? What's your team? You got a team? I don't know. I don't I don't really have a team. But I love the bas I love basketball. I could go to a, a middle school game and and still have fun because I just love the game. I think that's probably it. I just like to watch the game. Um and also shout out to my shout out to my dad. Uh, because I grew up watching basketball. And so even though I don't know everything about basketball, that's probably the the most professional sport that I know the most about historically and rules and things like that. But anyway, so I'll say it in the basketball terminology of things, right? How exactly does Steph Curry master shooting the three three-pointers? You, you think he just rolled out of bed and just... Like, don't get me wrong. The man has gifts, which should be highlighted. Absolutely. He's got some gifts, but he could be using those gifts in many different ways. But, but one of the ways that he uses his gifts is by shooting three point shots and he does very well at it. But this is, this is (laughs) one becomes a master when they diligently, repetitively do things. Okay. They're intentional and they do it repetitively. And for some, 
artist that sounds very boring. But then again, I don't I don't really know how you think that someone can master anything if they don't repetitively do it. Like what some people ask me, well, gosh, how, how are you able to just speak so like naturally? Well, number one, I really do enjoy speaking. I love I, I do. I like being on a platform. I love having a microphone. I like speaking to audiences. But I've been speaking, especially I'll put some emphasis on on my platform and being an instructor. I've been doing that for years. Like you got it. Like you got to understand that's that's years. That's years. That's that's a, a lot of conversations, a lot of opportunities to have an audience and speak to the audience and engage with the audience, right? It's not like a dictatorship where I'm just like tell a one-way conversation, but engaging. And then any opportunity that I have to speak to someone, even in a conversation, in my head, it's an opportunity to practice speaking. Like at no point am I just talking just to randomly talk. Like I am looking at that as an opportunity to practice voice fluctuation, to practice using different words, to practice uh, increasing and lowering my tone, to take pauses, just like I did right now. (laughs) I did that on purpose, of course. But to pause, to sit in silence. Like these are, this is what I'm talking about. You don't just, I don't just, like think about it on Tuesdays and Wednesdays between the hours of 3 and 5 p.m. No, like it's a lifestyle. You you have to embody that of of who you are. You embody that. And it's easy to embody it. That's how you know. It's easy. It it's easy like it feels natural. And so you have the desire to do what's natural often. Right? It's it's like I want to do this often. <laughs> I find enjoyment in doing that. And so mastering it is that it's part of that burning desire to do what's natural and do it often and become better at it. So I hope and I pray that you have learned a thing or two from this podcast. I really appreciate y'all. I love y'all. And look, you already know, you already know. I do this because this is what I've been called to do. And if you do need that assistance, if you want to know more about my consulting, check the show notes, check the description. If you need artist consultation one-on-one with artist confidence, with Instagram strategy, or pricing your art. Those are my three areas of specialty. And you can you can send me an email. You could send me an email um, if you have a question about something outside of those three things. But those are the three areas that I really, really am able to dive deep in, ask the right questions so you can get the right answers. Okay. So Y'all, peace, peace from here to the far east. You already know what RTA stands for, but I'm going to remind you. (laughs) RTA stands for Respect the Artists. So be sure that y'all check us out at respecttheartists.com. And, you know, I really look forward to hearing about what you learned from this. I want to know what your aha moments are. I want to get all up in your business. All right, y'all. Y'all take care. I love y'all very much. Peace, peace.
artists, creatives, and designers. It has been an honor and a pleasure to spend this time with you. I'm grateful for your encouragement, love, respect, and support. Follow this podcast and share this episode with another creative who needs to hear it. Your positive ratings and reviews are highly appreciated. Screen capture this episode, post it, and tag me on Instagram at dreamaloudart so I can show the love in return. For more information on having an artist consultation with me or for being on the YouTube show for artist interviews, check the description on this episode or go to respecttheartist.com. That's R-E-S-P-E-C-T-T-H-E-A-R-T-I-S-T-S dot com. Much love to y'all. And remember, RTA stands for Respect the Artists. I'll catch y'all on the next episode. Peace, peace from here to the Far East.